KSFL LP Portland, Portland radio project. And I cannot tell you how happy I am to have this guy in the studio with me. This is Doug McLeod. Hi, Doug. How you doing, Joe? Fantastic. Given the nature of Friday nights, I would like to say thank you for showing up on Saturday morning. <laughs> My pleasure. Thanks I, for inviting me. You've been through a few of those, I think. And you're no stranger to the radio microphone either, are you? No, not really. I did uh, nothing but the blues on KKJZ in uh, L.A. for five years or six years. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and a writer for... Uh, Blues Review, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote columns for that, and I, I give you a little scoop. We're going to have, uh, we filmed me telling the stories, uh, and it's going to come out on a DVD probably the end the end of this year. Oh, wow. Uh, of some of the stories. I mean, there's so many of them, you know, but we'll probably do two or three versions of this. Excellent. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Well, let's play something from the new album. Uh, it's called Break the Chain, and you picked out this first one. What's the story? other than the usual blues story of going down to the roadhouse. Well, this is a song that I wrote about because I, because in my travels, Joe, I see so many people, so many people that are alone, and they're working throughout the week, you know, and then uh, Friday night comes, and they're so tired, and they say, well, I don't have anybody, but let me let me just sit down on the couch. It's been a rough, rough week. I, I have a little glass of wine, and just, just relax, and then they relax, and they say, you know, it'd be good to go out and maybe hear some music, maybe meet some people, but I'm so tired. I think what I'll do is just have another glass of wine and get some frozen macaroni and cheese and put it in the microwave and sit down and watch reruns of Law and & Order, and I'll wake up tomorrow morning and I'll feel better. You ain't going to find nobody doing that. If you want to find somebody and have a good, good time, you got to go down to the roadhouse where a bunch of people will be there looking for the same thing you're looking for. You got to remember what you're seeking is seeking you. So you got to get off the couch, stop watching the reruns of Law and Order and go on down to a roadhouse and hear some music and have a good time. See, this is what I've been telling you kids for years. This is brand new. <laughs> Album's not even out yet. You're hearing it first. It's going down to the roadhouse. Doug McLeod on PRP.
Down to the Roadhouse, Doug McLeod. New one from Break the Chain on Portland Radio Project. It's like I've always said, you never know where the night will take you. <laughs> You've always been saying that? I, I, I've said it as long as times where I've gone out at three in the afternoon, come home three in the morning. Well said then. Yeah, yeah, it happens. It does happen. Oh, we could probably, yeah. We could probably go on for hours. The off mic stories, as always, are the are the best ones. Not how a you shame. doing? Yeah. <laughs> how you doing? How uh, um, how was it putting together the album? Well, you know, it was really kind of special because um, the album is special. Uh, Joe, in a lot of ways, it, it's a the the title cut is called "Break the Chain," and that is a song that uh, my son and I wrote. Jesse, who is a singer-songwriter in his own right, uh, about breaking the chain of family abuse and violence. And uh, I was abused when I was a little boy and uh, sexually abused. And I learned in therapy that if you are an abused person, you could be an abuser. So when my little boy was born, I looked at him one, one day. He fit right in my forearm here. And I saw those eyes, those trusting eyes. And I said to myself, no way, I don't know how, I don't know how, but no way. And I learned how to break the chain that, you know, it goes way, way back. The other thing that we learned from that was you can break the chain, but what the only way for that chain to really be broken is that you have to learn to, to forgive also, which is a tough thing to do. Because when you look back, you know, when I look back on my history of all the mistakes I made because of this stuff, Right, and all the hurt feelings and so on. And I had to forgive. And once, once, once we did that, then I believe you, you can move forward. Now, that's one aspect of it. And then before we did the record, we found out that Jesse was diagnosed with spindle cell melanoma, a spindle cell melanoma that they ain't never seen. And they took it to UCLA. They didn't know what, what, what it was. Then they brought it back. They took it to some other place. Finally ended up in John Hopkins. It's about three, four months of this. Wow. Not knowing. So when we did the record, my manager, Mickey Mulvihill, and my record company, Reference Recordings, they said, if you don't want to do the record, we understand, you know, because of the pressure on, on the family, because Jesse coming up there. Yeah. Because there's no overdose with these guys. It's all done live, right? Yeah. And... Uh, they said, don't worry about the money, don't worry about anything, just worry about your family. 
So me and Jess and my wife, Patty Joy, we sat down together, and we said, well, what are we going to do? And honest to goodness, honest to goodness, Joy, in about, uh, oh, 10 minutes, we said, cancer ain't going to dictate what we're going to do. We're going up there to do the record. So we did the record. And the love that we felt there amongst the people at the Skywalker Studios, uh, Keith Johnson, the engineer, uh, all the folks, Janice Mancuso, all, all the people, the uh, musicians, everybody. It, it was like really a heartwarming experience for all of us. And something that Jesse and I will never forget as long as we live. So it was a very special record in a lot of ways. That's, it's always interesting to hear those stories and to understand uh, beyond just the, the words, the music. Uh, I have a lot of songs like that that have like found me at a particular time in my life. Mm. And you have, to, to me, there's always more meaning to it than uh, just having heard it over the radio. And to have created it that way for you, I imagine, has to be just a completely unique thing. It's amazing. I, I, I guess that's, that's just a gift. I, I, I can't tell you one thing. When I played that song, Break, Break the Chain, the first time I played it was at a festival in Denmark months ago. And a young man come up, because at that festival, they all stand. There was like maybe 300 people. Okay. And they're all standing, right? But they're quiet. And But this one young man moved all the way up and sat down with his, his legs crossed like yoga style. And he's just looking and listening. And when, when I got done with my set, he came up to me, there were tears in his eyes. And he said, I got a chance, don't I? I said, yes, young man, you got a chance. Oh, man. Yeah. That... Now, when, see, now I can feel that now. I can almost get yeah, welled up same now. Here. Uh, that means the song did what it's supposed to do. It reaches somebody. It lets them know that you can make it. See, I've always believed that this music, blues, is a music of overcoming adversity, not subjecting to it. And this album, I think, speaks to that. How this music, you overcome adversity, you don't give into adversity. You rise above it. Absolutely. On the same page with you. Oh, you want to do one? Sure. Sure. I mean, we're talking about all that beautiful stuff. Now we're going to do something else here. All right. This is a song that I wrote a while back. And I had no idea how relevant it'd be, if that's the word for our times now. This is a song called Who's Driving This Bus? And you've got Doug McLeod live in the studio on PRP. Ah, uh, early in the morning. Give me one, let's get the, that string settled. Yeah. Exactly like this now. I wonder who's driving this bus. All I know, it ain't one of us. Wall Street mogul brought our country to his knees. 
One went to jail, do you know the rest stayed free? So they blame it on the teachers, the immigrants, and the poor people in need. Too big to fail and too small to succeed. People, I wanna. driving this bus. All I know, it ain't one of us. We're the richest country, and our people still starve. We got mothers and babies eating garbage and living out of cars. Our homeless vets, forgotten and scarred. We send help all over the world. How about a little more to our backyard? And I wanna, yeah, people, I wonder who's driving this bus. Man, we got one worldwide around. We got liars, we got syndicators, we got popcorns and clowns. I learned in school that how they got to rise from the ground. I'm sitting here wondering what's keeping them people down. Mm, and I wonder. y'all who's driving this bus all I know it ain't one of us who's driving this bus Doug McLeod live. Who's driving this bus? Bus. 
Uh, always good to get a mention of syndicators in there. <laughs> little little John Lee <laughs> reference, maybe. Excellent. Absolutely man. a little John Lee reference. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, relevant now as always. And I fear probably we could go 20, 50 years down the road and it's still going to ring some bells. I imagine. Let's hope not. Yeah. Let's hope they look back on that song and say, I'm glad that's not relevant now. Yeah. So you, you, uh, if, if we run video, you could see you've got uh, your, your strap says D-U-B-B on it. <laughs> Yeah, that's Your right. guitar strap. Yeah. And what's the meaning there? Well, dub is what George Harmonica Smith called me. And, of course, he was a mentor of mine. He wouldn't or couldn't call me Doug. I don't know exactly why, but he always called me dub. And then when he got mad at me, it was dubless. <laughs> and I went up to him one day and I said, I said, George, I said, you know, my name is Doug. He said, I know that dub. <laughs> so... <laughs> Dub is what it's going to be. Sometimes it just sticks. Awesome. Yeah. Now, I notice also the um, the pendant necklace thing you're wearing oh, yeah. uh, is also on the back cover of your album. So yes. I'm guessing wow. it's not just something you picked up from Target. <laughs> not at all. Okay. Do you want to hear this story? Yeah, yeah. All right. I was on a legendary Rhythm and Blues cruise. And I had a set that, oh, maybe I, maybe say I... 87% of the time, you know, something I didn't get all of it. And I was feeling bad because I'm the kind of guy that I don't want to give 100% all the time, right? Okay. So I'm coming back off, off the set, and this fellow come up to me and said, I got something for you. And I said, uh, oh, well, that's fine. Thank you. You know, he said, no, no, I want you to have it. I was going to give this to my brother who was dying. I said, man, then please don't give it to me, you know. <laughs> he said, no. He said, you have to have this. And I said, okay, uh, I'll take it. I said, you sure? He said, yes. So he, he said, look, it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring you, it's going to bring you luck. It's going to bring you goodness, something, right? So I've been around mojos and black hat bones when I started with this music, with an old man named Ernest Banks. So I really didn't know if I wanted part of this because there's white magic and there's black magic. And I didn't know what kind of magic this was. So I wasn't sure, but... I was not so strong. So I said, well, maybe I'll see. So I go back to my cabin. My wife is there. She said, how'd the show go? I said, I don't know. And I started to be a little bit cantankerous. And she said, well, what would he got there? I said, well, this guy gave it to me. He said, it's supposed to be good. You know, supposed to be good for me. She said, you don't need that to play guitar. You don't need that to sing. She said, get rid of that. She took it and she threw it. All right. She said, let's go get a drink. I said, okay. So we're walking to get a drink. She looks down at her purse, and this thing is wrapped through it, tied. <laughs> I said, that's, that's tied up to your purse. She said, Douglas, you take that off that purse right now, put it that around your neck, and never take it off again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it means. The guy, somebody told me it's a Celtic cross. It is, yes. With a Narragansett Indian beads. Excellent. And um, this, this is what, I guess, from my education, when I started with blues, you know, the old, old blues guys, this is what you would call really a mojo. This is, this is really a lucky charm that is, there's something to it. I don't know. I believe That's that, what. man. Well, I do now, and my wife believes it now even more. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> if she believes it, then it's true. That's all you got to say right there. That's it. So you've got, um, 
it's not just a stereotype that blues players work really hard. You got like two more things today, right? You got a little afternoon date at Music Millennium. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and then you're out at, in the Dells tonight, right? Where at? Um, the uh, All Saints Church. Okay. Acoustic venue. Excellent. Then I'm back here in Portland on Monday at the Lake Oswego, at the Lake Theater in Lake Oswego. That'll be great. Yeah. That's a great Excellent. room. I love that little room. And then, um, and then you're off. Then I'm off for a little while. I then to go to Kansas City and then uh, Chicago area. Then home for a little bit, work on that DVD I told you about. Right. And then uh, August, it, we start going. I will be going till March. So That's the way it works. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. I like that. Now, before we, um, I'm going to, I want to take us out with Break the Chain, but before cool. we go, I have kind of one question that's a little off topic, but you've lived all over and you travel all over for work. Where's your favorite food? You mean the favorite type of food or where they cook the food? Uh, the, uh, where they cook it. Like I travel a little bit for work and I, I have my different favorite types of ribs, for example, Carolina. Currently, it's my favorite. Oh, you like uh, so the mustard? So you like the mustard? I, yeah, yeah, I do. That's good. Never man, thought I would, good. but yeah. yeah. Um, how about you? Like, what place where when you're going there, you're thinking like, "Ooh, I gotta go to like your favorite restaurant or whatever it is." My house. <laughs> good answer. My house. My wife would tell you, I, I I got a smoker that I've had for like 11 years, and it's all. But I, you know, I cook. Uh, I smoke out there, and I, you know, ribs and chicken. And, fish and everything and uh i use a uh, pecan wood oh. i use pecan wood for smoking you yeah. know a lot okay. of people use hickory and that's good too mm-hmm. but pecan wood whew, it gives it a nice flavor ribs i still use hickory right i still use them i still use that but for for chicken or fish pecan wood you know you get your charcoal right and yeah. then you put the but i never soak the chips or nothing i i, I get chunks Oh, okay. And I don't soak them. I let them be part of the fire. And 225 degrees, set them out there and listen to a ball game, enjoy a beer, and cook up some food. That's my favorite restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Good answer. See, you've learned something, kids. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Um, thanks for having me. And I, uh, is there anything more we need to say about Break the Chain? But uh, I kind of told the story hear, of it. Well, what you hear is me singing the first first part. Okay. Then there's a musical interlude. Then another guitar comes in. That's not that's not mine. It's my son's 1949 Gibson J50, I think it is. And by the way, he's going to come by and join me Monday night in Lake Oswego to do this song. Wow, he's, fantastic. He's he's on the road too. So you'll hear him sing the end of it, and it's a again, it's a it's a sign that says you can be a free man walking, you can make it without any chains. Excellent. Thanks for being with us. Here's thanks for having me. Here's break the chain before the album's even out from Doug McLeod on PRP. Take back some time Where you find ghosts walking In a mist of lies 
you got the power to make a change. You got the power to stop the pain. You got the power to break the chain. Chain shackle your spirit so your mind ain't really free. of your memory but you don't have to be because you got the power to make a change you got the power to stop the pain you got the power to break the chain now you got a child that child look up to you That child sees and hears everything you do. You want that child to be in chains too? Well, you got the power to make a change. You got the power to stop the pain. You got the power to break the chain. To break the chain. Ain't got no change.